0: ShishMed members play a critical role as to the organizations and communities they serve. This special edition of the ShishMed podcast is part of the COVID-19 Conversations series, featuring members' stories and resources in an effort to provide insight into how some organizations are managing this unprecedented crisis.
1: Well, thank you for joining us today. I'm Julia Brady, president of Envision Brand Advisors, a branding and strategy firm Partners with healthcare leaders, marketing strategy, and change management. So this coronavirus has really challenged the ways that um, we lead organizations, lead our teams, and also how organizations are operating. Um, in many ways, it's unprecedented. But at the same time, as we look at resiliency in leadership in organizations, there are some real frameworks out there that serve as great reference points. And um, that's what we're going to talk to you about today. In addition to the frameworks, um, I've connected recently with my friend, Ryan Nagdeman, who is from Rush University System for Health, um, Associate Vice President for Marketing Strategy there. And not only are they tapping into some of the principles of that framework, they have also developed a great playbook for how they're responding to COVID-19 from a communications and marketing standpoint, but also as a very integrated organization and health system. Um, So Ryan, I'll turn it over to you and if you can talk to us, share with us a little bit about um, your role and just some things that you've talked, shared with us so far about how Rush was built for this.
0: Sure. Thanks, Julia. Um, I think the, uh, this starts back with 9-11, and then we wanted to build something that had a response and had us ready around um, uh, to be prepared for something like a, a massive uh, you know, outbreak or infectious disease or something like coronavirus. And so uh, our CEO, Omar, Dr. Omar Latif, he's been using that line a lot, and it's, it's become something that makes sense in a variety of ways. We're built for this. Uh, the tower and our hospital were built for this to sort of transport uh, and transform, sorry, uh, rooms into rooms for COVID patients and then move um, a lobby and and turn a lobby into uh, a place to treat many more patients. And so uh, it's also a mindset we're built for this. We're we're focused on quality and and great outcomes and great patient experience. And so when we think about patients who are in need of the, the greatest help, I think that's something where we pride ourselves on here at Rush to take the sickest of the sick, and uh, we want to be a, a center of attention uh, and a place for these patients to go.
1: Mm-hmm. No, that's great. Well, and and several years ago, I read a book called The Resiliency Dividend, and Judith Rodan wrote this, and it was kind of a response to observations she had um, after Superstorm Sandy. Um, she references the Boston Marathon bombings about how. Some organizations and their leaders are just kind of built for resiliency and these, again, certain mindsets and approaches they take. And there's several that she touches on that I think very much align, Ryan, with what um, you and other leaders at Rush are doing in terms of the response. And one thing that she she mentions in there is is being integrated. And so, um, can you tell us a little more about how just that, that approach to integration at Rush, particularly now, command center, operational, and marketing leadership, talk to us about that and how that's helped in this situation.
0: Yeah, I, I think what's great here is our, our leaders are here every day. And we have, mm-hmm. uh, we kick off every day, whether it's at 8 o'clock at the university or 9 o'clock with the rest of the command center. And it's led by the leaders of the organization. They're they're um, if they're here most of the time. If they have to be virtual for some reason, they will. But we have a, a command center implementation. And I think we'll we'll include a link to reading more. We have a, a document that sort of outlines what we do. We talk about the issues of the day. We look at metrics of the day mm-hmm. and uh, some things that we need to overcome. And the integration is is you have representation from communications or IS or, or the clinical teams or the supply chain. Um, the operations, the the chief nursing officer, and so you could sort of go down a checklist. And our uh, chief operating officer of the the medical practice, the medical group, she'll run us through that every day. And there's there's a cadence to it, and so you know sort of when your turns coming up, and you you could mm-hmm. throw things out, but also you could also um, collaborate on things, and, and and then that that sort of sets the the tone for the day. And then you could end up with something at ten o'clock or eleven o'clock, and things you have to solve. Before four o'clock comes around to uh, to get through your day, including marketing communications assignments, which come up. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, and that actually leads to another one of the um, kind of principles of resiliency is being adaptive. And so, as you mentioned, you know, and and I and I think this is something that as leaders and uh, as uh, myself, as a past marketing leader in a large health system that's based in uh, the North Shore of Chicago. Um, that I would sometimes joke with the team. I'm like, a good day is when 70% of what we've kind of planned to do or happen has happened. Kind of more typical day is 50/50. So I can imagine, in uh, as we're in these, you know, the time of Corona, that you're needing to um, respond and adapt in real time far more often. Can you talk a little bit about how you? that how you kind of encourage your team to be flexible
0: sure so um it's it's weird we were joe you know a month ago we were we were talking about uh have, every month we bring in burritos and we have breakfast with burritos and and a week after that 40 people were at home you know and there were no burritos and now we're we're, we're having them virtually and so we're you know, there's 40 people at home. There's three or four people who come in here each day from the communications team. And we have to sort of take the football, and and, and there's a sports analogy in there, and to sort of then work with the rest of the team to filter uh, the assignments down. And so you're right. We, we've had those days. If we can get just 25% of the work we needed to get done today, that'd be great. Now we have to get 100% of it done. And so yeah. we come up with a list of daily assignments, daily communications, and and uh, or posters that need to be created, and you go through the day and check all of those off to uh, reach a daily message or social media or media interviews uh, that have to be scheduled. Uh, and and we get we get through all of it, and it's it's we're wildly efficient right now, and so we're we're also studying that to look at at uh, what can we keep from this crisis you know moment to mm-hmm. sort of embed back into our normal lives when normal returns, if you will. Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, and and I think another um thing that has allowed your team and your organization to be successful is just the deep-seated values that you hold as an organization and sort of the leadership values. And just um a uh, a favorite professor colleague of mine when I was at the Northwestern University College School of Management, Harry Kramer. Um, would really talk about values-based leadership and, and having you know, his work and research as well as, as we look at resiliency models, that ability to um, lead with consistency and not just kind of turn it on when things get tough is incredibly important. So I think there's some things that, that we've really seen here um, that Rush has been able to exhibit, and one is this sort of authentic leadership style. So if you can you know share a little bit about that and just how some of that authenticity has has now um, impacted ways that you even create videos communicate with others um, and how you've been able to kind of lead with uh, some assuredness and calmness
0: sure I um, in addition to the the daily meetings we have great messages that go out from leadership or if we need to inspire certain areas uh, and and some of that Stuff we're we're shooting with iPhones, and so you know, a month ago, I would never have imagined we'd shoot our CEO on an iPhone. Where it's usually in studio, and we've gone over messaging points, but really, it's sort of like we have to motivate the troops. We've got, you, you know, can I get five minutes here? And you come in and you turn on your iPhone and record a message that needs no editing because he's 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 on it and he knows every point he needs to hit because we're coming out of something we did at the command center. Where he's able to uh, address the, the messages and the, the points that people need to hear about, and so that that's been a shift. Um, we do WebEx uh, meetings where, well, one of them it was all Q and A. You know, there there wasn't even an agenda. You know, the leaders sat up there socially distant uh, and sort of uh, asked for what's on your mind, what are you worried about. We're very transparent, and that's mm-hmm. that's something that when we we did some internal research for a brand project. The team component, the collaboration, and the transparency mm-hmm. were hot themes that that we baked into who we are and how we communicate, and and it wasn't uh, difficult to do. It was very natural to rush.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I think that transparency and that sort of openness in your style of communication as an organization has really come through. And again, is is much tougher to. Um, might become that way or shift things when you're, once you're in the midst of a crisis. I think another important part is um, leading with empathy and sort of the sensitivity and compassion to what um, everyone is going through. And, you know, you are literally on the front lines as are um, your providers and healthcare workers, and you have team members working from the front lines at home. And, and trying to uh you know maybe balance caring for younger children and other things like that um how would you say that that has um you know if, it in what ways sort of that has come to bear in in your leadership styles you work with and, and really try and kind of keep your team motivated
0: yeah you know we we weren't mastering this um we have a we have a space issue um in the office and and we didn't quite figure out how to be flexible and work from home, and, until this this happened, and we're learning about mm-hmm. that right now. And mm-hmm. and you know, it, it was at first it was we may be home for a week or two, and now it's been a month, and and so we're making things normal. You know, we have calls focused on work, but we're also talking about um, you know it's okay to have a virtual trivia hour. You know, and <laughs> and, and you have sort have a little of, fun. Have a little fun, and, and, mm-hmm. and um, somebody had started something on our Microsoft Teams uh, group called Virtual Zumba, which is um, <laughs> they're, they're getting. I, I think it, a lot of it's been fun because it pokes fun at me, but you know they'll take images or, or quick videos of me and then doctor them up. But it's something that celebrates that goofiness or or little fun moment that you have would have had here. Mm-hmm. But when we message about and i just did this last friday when you talk about thanks for the week please continue yeah. to do this the things i outlined were keep having fun keep looking for moments like that and you endorse it so that way mm-hmm. you don't feel guilty you know if i stare out the window for 15 minutes that's wellness you know and, and i need a moment yeah. like that or if i call someone and talk for a half hour because in some cases you're right people are at home with their families um and they're worried but we're also worried about people who are are single or have a a parent that they they're trying to think about. And so we're also saying, if you need help, just raise your hand, take a day off. You know, Mm -hmm. this is, this is going to go on for a while. We can't work seven days a week, even though some of us do. Um, But you need, you need maybe a half day here or there. So we have really gotten flexible with the time. And I think when we come back to the office environment, we should think about incorporating some of these learnings into it
1: that's a great point because I think there um, there's always been a challenge with um, sort of that balance and sometimes feeling like it, that this impression that working remote or working from home is a privilege and and I think everybody now realizes that um, it has its challenges regardless of the situation uh, just You know, yesterday it was, in my case, some internet service issues, (laughs) you know, so very real challenges. Um, And I think particularly in healthcare and I think back to my time um, at at North Shore University Health System where, um, you know, we had this ethos that um, because our frontline providers were, you know, on the front lines in the system that all of the team members needed to be as well. And so um, I think now we're realizing that, you know, there's so many different ways to be productive, to add value, and that also, um, that while especially in the healthcare world, it is um, far from a nine to five job, um, that because of that, it's okay, like you said, if you can take moments during your day to say hello to a friend, to go for a quick walk, to do some things, these mental health breaks, because there are going to be times that you may have to respond to a crisis that is, you know, at 9 o'clock at night or 10 a.m. on a Sunday. So I think that sort of appreciation for It's never going to be a perfect balance, but doing things I think as I've I've read and one of the links that um, we'll share here is an article that talks about different pieces of resiliency, and one key is stress management. So being intentional, uh, deliberate, and also when you can kind of bringing mindfulness into your day as much as possible.
0: Yeah, I think one of the things we've done to help with with that to give you kind of an idea of when you'd have some time is uh you know i have we are almost in shifts and so mm-hmm. i was here yesterday but i know tomorrow i won't be on campus i'm here today uh and that's helpful to always have a communications person in the command center and so there's a rotation of, of three of us that are there because it's it's going to be a long run it's not mm-hmm. the sprint um and and we're we're trying to make it make it a ways and we also have a designer or a videographer or a Group of writers that are listed each day, so we you sort of know you're on call mm-hmm. to to get the the content of the day produced, and you may not be listed, and you may still get an assignment. So that's why it's critical to learn from our 9 a.m. and then when we meet as a group, we have 50 people on our marketing communications WebEx. You know what the assignment could be for the day, and mm-hmm. and somebody you know had shared on the team side they opted out. It's I don't have anything going on. I'm going to take the afternoon off. You know, but we all know in our mind that you know she worked probably a full day yesterday and and, and mm-hmm. got through her major assignment. And and that's there's transparency in that and there and there's accountability mm-hmm. in that. And yes. and I see so much more of that now than I did when I would run up and down these halls and and try to check in with someone or check in with a group or a team that all comes through in a, a great project management tool and and, and sort of check in tool. So.
1: Absolutely. Well, Ryan, thank you for sharing just your time, your perspective, and and just experiences with us. Again, it's impressive what you and the team at Rush and and really, you know, worldwide um, what those on the front lines are doing. So, um, appreciate you taking a little bit of time out of your day to talk with us, and uh, I'll look forward to staying in touch and continuing to keep tabs on the great work
0: you're doing. So thank you. All right. Thanks, Julia. Thanks for listening and know that we are thinking of you during these unprecedented times. For general updates and resources on COVID-19, head to aha.org COVID-19 and visit shishmed.org for a collection of specific COVID-19 resources for strategists.